Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message brought to you by Pastor Robin. See you at church. read to you this morning from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and my message title this morning is made brand new that's good news isn't it yeah 2 Corinthians 5 verses 12 to 19 for we do not commend ourselves again to you but give you opportunity to boast on our behalf that you may have an answer for those who boast in appearance and not in heart For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. Or if we are of sound mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus, that if one dies for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore... From now on we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, another therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, that is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your word. We thank you, Father, that your word is truth, your word is life, your word has purpose and direction, your word gives us strategy, your word corrects us. Father, I pray this morning as I bring this word that you've been revealing to me this week, Lord, that you would make my tongue as the pen of a skillful writer. Father, that each one that is in this place today or those listening online are able to receive from you what you want them to have, Father, through the power of your word, the supernatural power of your word. We commit this all into your hands in the precious and the most wondrous name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen, that name of Jesus. There's no one like him, is there? So when we look at this passage of scripture, we see that there's two major things at work in this passage. I'm just going to give you a little bit of theology and then I want to preach. There's regeneration and there's reconciliation. So what's regeneration? If anyone's in Christ... He's a new creation. The old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. It means that we're saved when we give our life to Jesus. All those old things have passed away and all becomes brand new. It means that the old heart that we had gets taken out, not physically, but we get changed. We get um, adjusted through the things that have happened in our lives. So what does that mean when we've committed our lives to Jesus? It means that we've acknowledged Jesus as our Saviour and as our Lord and that we've accepted God as our Father and that at that 
moment of receiving Jesus, we're indwelt with the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's an amazing thing. And that's regeneration, being born again. John 1, verses 12 to 13, But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So what's regeneration? You see that after bushfires have gone through, the fields are... I came through the hills this morning, actually. I drove through the hills. And I can remember 12 months ago, we had those dreadful bushfires and everything was burnt and black. Trees were down and the grass was gone and everything looked black. And yet... As I went through this morning, everything was green again. It's been regenerated. There's new life that's come and it comes in the natural with the seasons that change and with the water that falls from the sky, the rain that we have or even just natural watering of it. But regeneration in fields and forests often come as a result of a natural disaster, whether it's a flood or a fire, or hail, which we had a few weeks ago. And yet the regeneration and that supernatural power of God brings things back to life again. And it's like the death of those things had never even happened. And yet we know that that newness of life comes. And it comes from out of fiery trials sometimes. Sometimes it's the disasters that we walk through in our lives that bring us to a place where we feel ruined, we feel burnt, we feel half dead, sometimes a little more than half dead. We were worn out and we can't see new growth or new life in our, in our walk with God. Um, but prior to coming to God, our salvation is often brought about by disasters happening in our lives and when we reach out to Jesus because he first reached out to us and what becomes... New life as we give our lives to Jesus from out of a death situation. He breathes that new life and that new hope. And that's regeneration in Christ. And it's an incredibly supernatural gift that he gives us through being born again. It's so amazing in grace. His grace. Not the grace we extend to each other and yet, When we are in Christ, we need to be doing that. We need to be ministers of reconciliation so that, like we always say, we make the main thing the main thing, that we can reach out to others that don't know that Christ life, that they don't know the regeneration that he gives us, they don't know the reconciliation that's available for them. And we need to be front and centre in the things that God has done for us so that we can share that with those around us. That's that amazing grace and that regenerating grace that creates a new world for us. Even though the world around us might look exactly the same, when God fills us with his spirit, he creates in us a clean heart, renews a right spirit within us and gives us hope. All of a sudden, a dark place becomes light because of what God does in our lives. He creates a new world in our soul. All things are new. And as a renewed person who's given their life to Jesus, we can say that we can act out of new principles, play by new rules, 
and expect different results from the things that we're doing with the new company that we're keeping. Sometimes we take people along with us for the ride, which we call the journey of our life because we're sojourners, pilgrims, aliens in this country because we're seeking a home that's not here. It's our homes in heaven. But all the while that we're walking here, we're walking in the grace of God. He makes us new creations. Turn to the person next to you and say, you are a new creation. Yeah. (laughs) He gives us a new name. He says in Revelation 3.11, Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no man can take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven and from my God, and I will write on him. My new name. When you are in Christ, he gives you a new name. And I guess that when we get to stand before Jesus one of these days, however long away that is, we're going to know what our new name is. And isn't that exciting? Have you ever thought about that? He's giving us, he has given us a new name. And when we stand before him, he's going to say, blessed, uh, or blessed, uh. (laughs) isn't that awesome? (laughs) A new name. And then he gives us a new heart. Ezekiel 36, I will give you a new heart and I'll put a new spirit within you and I'll take out the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Isn't that amazing? He says that he fills us with his spirit. He said, I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and you will do them. And then in Ephesians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Who makes melody in their heart to the Lord? Who wakes up with a song on their mouth, in their mouth, in their heart? Yeah. Sometimes in the night watch you wake up and you've got this song. You're singing and making music to the Lord. And it's not your soul that's doing it. It's your spirit within you reaching out to God, singing a new song unto God. Isn't that amazing? Sometimes when we sing in the spirit, God just drops things into our spirit that we can sing. We can Sometimes when we pray for people, sometimes I, I, just, I just love when I, I pray for someone and God just drops a song in the spirit into, into my spirit. And I can pray that over that person. And I don't know what God's saying through it, but he does. And it's always a blessing. A new spirit. And Titus 3. But when the kindness and the love of God our Saviour toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit whom he poured out on us abundantly, abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amazing. A new way to think. 
and a new way to speak and a new way to do. You see, we are new creations. Behold, the old is gone. All is become and is becoming. Present tense, ongoing. We are being made new creations day by day. Just like Scott said at communion, some days we don't hit the target. But we come to Jesus. First John. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we are washed and renewed and regenerated as we, as we take captive those thoughts, those things that we've done and ask that forgiveness. He makes us brand new again. Then we've got to deal with the outworking of what, what might have been happening. But that's another sermon. New thoughts, new principles to work by. And new habits, as old habits, can be altered in him. And they are then replaced in the new things of God. God shows us a new way to walk. I've got a pop song in my head. I've got a new way to walk. Walk, walk. Who knows that one? No. Okay. Show my age. (laughs) But he gives us a new way to walk, a new way to talk, because we're new creations. It's amazing. 1 Corinthians 2.16, For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. God shows us the things that we need to be aware of. He shows us the things that we need to know. He shows us the things that we need to pray. And Romans 12.2, Do not be conformed to the world, this world, But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's that transformation through the regeneration, through rebirth in Christ. And this I love. Husbands, take notice. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. And it goes on to tell wives what they need to do as well. So it's not just God singling out the men in the church either. The washing of the word. You see, it's in the word of God that God renews our minds because it's the washing of the word as we put that word into our mind, in our heart, and it just... It just gives us that new way to think. In fact, the old ways that we may have responded to things, all of a sudden when you look to God, you're confronted with a situation you don't know what to do. And all of a sudden as you lift your eyes to Jesus and say, what do I do? He'll drop that word into your heart, into your spirit, so that you can walk in a new way. And where you may have responded in anger or felt hurt or felt rejected or felt left out or whatever, fill in the blanks, When you look to Jesus, he gives you that new way to think. He renews our mind and, and he can only do that when we are in his word, when we're seeking him in his word, when we're praying and when we just take that time daily to to draw aside and be with God and let him fill us with his spirit daily. So good. You see, he's not finished with us. We're works in progress. We keep going, we keep moving forward, pressing forward to the goal of the high calling in Christ. And that really encourages me because some days I get up and I don't feel very godly, I don't feel very holy, just me. And yet Christ, he draws me into his word and all of a sudden my mind starts to be renewed. 
And over the course of the day, he starts to take me into a deeper level of understanding of the things that are happening in my life. And just like God doesn't have favourites, he'll do that for you too if you ask him to. And he'll show you the way to walk. He says, this is the way. Walk ye in it. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Psalm 19, verse 14. And as we hide his word in our hearts, Matthew says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it's proof positive that as we put God's word into our lives, just like we saturate ourselves in a bath with essential oils, if we saturate ourselves in the word of God, when we're squeezed, out comes the word of God. Yeah. You see, our words have the power of life and death. And he gives us a new way to choose to speak God's words, choose to be in agreement with what his word says about us, about our brothers and sisters, about the not yet believers. What does his word say about them? Because then we don't judge according to the flesh, but according to what God says about everyone. And if we understand how much he loves us, if we understand the incredible plan he has for each one of us, how can we not look beyond our own circumstances and into the world of the not yet believers and understand that they are fearfully and wondrously made and God loves them 100% and has a plan for their lives as well? You see, that's the ministry of reconciliation. We've been reconciled to be ministers of reconciliation. Choose to speak those words of life, faith, hope and love. And even when we've got to bring correction, there's a way to do it. There's a right way and a wrong way. If we speak life, Book of James chapter 3 talks about um, out of the mouth comes blessing and curse. Which is it going to be today? Can salt water and fresh water dwell together? No. We're either going to speak blessing or we're not. And we get to choose because we've got a new mind and a new way to speak and a new way to act because we're new creations. So we're declaring God's word over our lives and our circumstances and over our situation and those of our loved ones you know, you hold on in faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We're activating faith. We're activating that hope through faith and speaking God's word into those situations, calling those things that are not as if they are, declaring, decreeing and declaring God's word as he's given us that revelation in our heart over those circumstances, holding on, holding fast. We had a prayer request come through this week and it just about broke my heart. And I thought, you know what? We've got to deal with the emotion of the things that we know are going on in our world. And we've got to process it on a, in a human level. But then we've got to speak faith. We've got to speak life. We've got to speak healing. We've got to speak breakthrough and miracles in Jesus. Because if we don't, we're going back to the old us not the new creation that God has created us to be. 
Speak life. Speak the name of Jesus, as I spoke last week, into every situation and every circumstance that you're dealing with. And don't let those circumstances dictate your thoughts or your actions or your words because you are a new creation. Those circumstances, God says he seated you in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, your Lord. And if we're seated in those heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we're above our circumstances. We're not down below. We're flying with the eagles, not clucking with the turkeys. (laughs) See who you are in Christ. Understand that even though you're walking through mire sometimes, God's walking with you. And he's going to give you victory as you continue to walk with him through it. But it means you've got to take control of your thoughts. Rein them in. Don't let them go in that ever-widening downward spiral which draws you into a pit of depression and anxiety. I got healed of depression when um, many years ago I was so depressed. And I understand I'm I'm a bit of a melancholic person. And I understand the principle of your thoughts and your deep thoughts can often take you into a place that is very, very hard to dig, you out, dig yourself out of. And yet when we speak the word of God over that situation, you know, let me give you an example. There's a new variant of COVID coming out. Has it come to Australia? What happens if it comes to Australia? Here's the spiral starting. Down we go. What happens if they don't get treated with whatever it needs to be treated with? What happens if it gets into our community? What happens if I get it? What happens if I die? What? Downward spiral. Pull it up. I have the mind of Christ. God is my healer. I walk in the wisdom of God. I walk in the purpose of God. I walk in the plan of God. And we need to apply that every day. Not um, allow those thoughts and those uh, circumstances in our lives to drag us in. What if, what if, what if. We waste so much time on the what ifs of life instead of dealing with the what we need to do, the way we need to think, the way we need to talk, the things we need to do today. We've got to drag them back up again. And that's hard if you're dealing with mental illness or if, you, if you've had a really rough time. It really is. But I know and I can speak from experience it's only the word of God and prayer that will wash my mind, it will renew my mind, it will create in me a clean heart because I've been regenerated, I've been born again, I am filled with the Spirit of God and so are all of you. And if you're not, you need to reach out to Jesus today and say, Jesus, be my Lord and Saviour. Jesus, take my life. Jesus, give me the hope that I need in you and I hand my life over to you. If you want to do that, it's the only way. Because Jesus said, I'm the way and the truth and the life. No no man comes to the Father except through him. He's the way. Amen. Amen. You see, we're in a battle. And though we're walking in the natural world, most of the battle that we're doing is in the spirit. 2 Corinthians 10 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. 
casting down arguments. That's your thought process. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You see, God has given us all the ability to seize control of our minds. Sometimes there's a sickness and we need to get that sickness treated. Absolutely, 100%. I believe in um, God-given doctors and God-given medicine and God-given counselling and strategies. But sometimes it's just a battle that is brought to us because we are actually taking ground in God, because we are actually making a difference in our world and in our community, because we're making the main thing the main thing and spreading, spreading Jesus and his goodness throughout wherever we go. But sometimes, sometimes there's natural things that we need to do because we've got to ask ourselves, what's the fight? What is the fight? What are we battling? And in the physical realm, we need to ask ourselves, am I getting enough rest? You see, we're spirit, soul and body. If we're not looking after our body, there's going to be a fallout. If we're not looking after our mind, what we put in, what we're watching, what we're hearing, you know, what we're, what we're allowing to wash our minds, if it's muddy water, our minds are going to get cloudy, aren't they? Am I getting enough rest? Am I getting enough to eat? Am I eating the right things? You might be getting enough, but is it the right stuff? Two kilograms of Cadbury a day is plenty of food, but it's not necessarily the right stuff. Am I treating the medical conditions I've got? Am I following the plan? Are there things in my environment that I need to remove or realign? Am I feeding my spirit with the good things of God? And if you can say yes to all of the above, then you know that the fight that you're going through is a, is a spiritual battle. And you've got to then take to your knees and start to wrestle against the flesh, not against the flesh and blood, but against the spiritual powers and really take authority. Doing it in the power of the Holy Spirit. Decreeing and declaring God's word over our situation. Pulling alongside of a brother or sister that is the same DNA as you, and saying, look, I'm really struggling. Can you pray with me? Can you help me? This morning, I couldn't get the sticky tape undone to hang the new roster. I went to the back of the church. <laughs> Sophie, she couldn't do it. Caleb came through for me. Simple illustration. But you know, sometimes you need to reach out to those around you who can help you so that you're not doing it alone. You see, our... Our past can't be changed. But when we're in Christ, we're a new creation and our future can be. You see, our identity is not defined by our circumstances. Not my past, not what's said of me, not what's said of my family, not what has been spoken over me, not over broken relationships or addictions. But I'm identified by the truth as defined in God's word, what he says I am. And you know what? I've got a daily scriptural prescription that I speak over my life and over my loved ones and over you guys when I pray. I pray for you daily and I speak the word. I speak the name of Jesus over your situations. 
You see, the word has power. The old is gone. Behold, all is become brand new. So what's your prescription for today? Take it early in the morning. Take your medication early in the morning. And take it last thing at night. Apply as needed. Administer with great liberality. (laughs) See, the word has got power. If you're under attack, speak that word. If you're feeling like your path has been blocked, you can declare Psalm 37, the steps of a good man and woman are ordered by the Lord. If you're feeling rejected, the Lord delights in your way. If you're feeling like you were never even meant to be, Psalm 139 says, Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book all were written the days fashioned for me, as yet when none of them were. You see, God has a plan and had a plan for your life before you were ever conceived. Doesn't that blow your mind? Wow. I think the NIV says, All the days ordained for me were written in your book. God's book, capital Y, before one of them ever came to be. And my favourite, I know the plans I have for you. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, for thoughts of peace and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. God has a plan for you. And it's a good plan and it's full of hope. So you can say, yes, but, yes, but. Who am I? I'm nothing. I'm a nobody. I'm insignificant. That's a lie from the pit of hell. You are awesome. You are created in the image of God. God has that plan for your life. God has a purpose for you. You are wondrously, fearlessly made. You were created in him to walk in victory. You were created in him to have triumph in him. You were created in him to do good works that he's prepared for you from the foundation of time. You were created in him so that he would redeem you by Jesus, the son of God who loves you and died for you. He died in our place. Isn't that amazing? You can say, Christ in me is the living bread giving me life and food eternally. Christ in me is the hope of glory. When you consider the price that was paid for your life, it washes your mind. It changes your thinking. You're not a nothing or a nobody. You are awesome in God for the things he's created you to do. Christ in me is the light of life. I need never walk in darkness. Christ in me is the door to keep me safe and allow me to walk into all that he has for me to find all that I need in him. Christ in me is my strength and my shield. So much. Do you know when you stop and you think about what he's done for us, how can you not feel grateful and thankful and overwhelmed at the love that God has for each and every one of us and for the not yet believers? John 15, 16 says, I am chosen 
and appointed by Christ to be productive, to do those good works. Romans 5, 1, I've been justified through faith in God and I have peace with God. Romans 6, love this, I am dead to the power of sin's rule over my life. I am in Christ and I am free from sin. Wash your mind, wash your mind. Regeneration. I'm free from condemnation forever. Romans 8. All things in my life will work out as I keep giving them to God and following him. All things work for good for those who love God, for the called according to his purpose. All things, all things, even the stuff that's stretching you beyond the limit where you feel like you're going to break. I just spat. Sorry. All things. When we commit them to God, he turns those stumbling blocks into stepping stones. He builds a bridge that we can use to walk over them, overcoming those circumstances in him. I've received the spirit of God in my life that I may know the things that God has given me. 1 Corinthians 2.12. And I could go on and on. I'm not going to. Back to our start scripture. I am a new creation. The past no longer holds me. I'm reconciled to God and I can speak that reconciliation to others. See, God has that plan for you. You are a new creation. And it's only through Jesus, not through works, not through good works that anyone should boast, but it's all him. Acts 17, 28, in him we live and move and have our being. And that's always been God's plan for us. That we would live in him and move in him and have our being, our very existence and our identity in Christ who, who loved us and died for us. Amazing. Not perfect. Put up your hand if you're perfect. Put up your hand if you're forgiven. Yep. Amen. We are new creations. As we come into this season of Christmas, a season, as Chelsea said this morning, that sometimes is a sad season, sometimes it's a frantic season, a busy season, sometimes it's a wonderful time of love with family and friends. Do you know what? Let, let this life that we have in Christ, let it overflow into all of those around us. Let it overflow with life and health and strength and peace and joy and let it let it just flow in such a way that we can actually speak Jesus speak the name of Jesus into those situations let God give you the eyes to see the things that you need to be praying about let God give you his mind to know the things that we need to be thinking on let God give us those strong hands and feet to do the things that we need to be doing at this time because it's a time of vulnerability for our world as well let us go forward from here today as we enter the Christmas season, 
knowing that as we are new creations, God's plan for the world is that they would know they would know Jesus as Saviour and Lord. They would know God as their Abba Father. That the world would know that there is a hope in him. That without him we have no hope. But he hasn't left us without hope. He's left us with his Holy Spirit. In this time that is ahead, heading into Christmas and into a new year, let's be about the business of the Father, knowing that we are new creations and we can make a difference in our world. But let's align ourselves, our mind, our thoughts, our hearts, our mouth, with what God's word says. Let's be renewed with the washing of the word. Let's understand this great salvation that we have We're babes in Christ. His grace for us is sufficient. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today that, Lord God, you have you've created new creations out of us, Lord God, that we have been reconciled to you, that we can be ministers of reconciliation. We can truly say, behold, the old is gone, all is become brand new. Father God, I pray today for each of my brothers and sisters here and online, Lord God, to reach out to you for all that they need, Lord God, for our thoughts, for our words, for our actions, Father God, that we would have the mind of Christ for our situation, that we would take care of ourselves physically so that we can be strong and fit to do the things that you're asking of us. But Lord God, let us also, Lord, be so filled with you, Father God, that we will overflow with the grace that you've poured into our lives for those that don't yet know you the not yet believers father we pray that in the season that is ahead we will be those ministers of reconciliation that we can individually make a difference in someone's life but as a church that we can impact our community beyond with the hope and the life of Jesus Christ and the plan he has for each one in this beautiful city of Murray Bridge and beyond Lord God we pray today that you would energise us, Father, with the power of your spirit, that we would not, Lord, run, run tired, Lord God. We would not grow weary with doing good. But, Lord God, I thank you that as we considerately give to you, Father God, all of the burdens that we have, Father, we, that you would fill us with your strength and your power to do all that we need to do. We thank you for this. We thank you, awesome God, that you have not left us as orphans. You've given us your Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, I pray for each one in this place and online today that you fill us to overflowing, that we can be about your business. In Jesus' mighty name, we are so grateful and so thankful, Lord, that you did not leave us where we were, but you saved us. We give you praise and thanks. In Jesus' most precious and holy name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church. Or come along to our Sunday service at 10am.